What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to a girl and mother-in-law. We're gonna go through this really fast. Yeah, but we're time constraint. <laughs> no, um, Zane has a lesson. He teaches uh, producing lessons, and we're in the office together because we share an office, obviously. And so we need to like finish by a certain time. So but that's just fine. gonna talk really fast, okay? Not that it's gonna change the time of it at all. Like, yeah, exactly. Talking fast or slow, it's gonna be the same shit. Um. So yeah, it's gonna be like probably like a forty-five minute episode today, but that's fine. Yeah, that's you fine. guys are okay with that, right? People yeah. do thirty-minute podcast episodes. Um, before we begin today's episode, we have a shout out. Uh, shout out! Thank you for supporting us, Cynthia Tran. Thank you. We love you so much, and appreciate it. And we appreciate it. If you guys are interested, it helps us put out three free episodes a week. There is a link in our description of all of our episodes, and you can either support us for ninety nine cents a month, four ninety nine, or nine ninety nine. We appreciate every single one of you that do it, and we'll shout you out on the podcast. And yeah. we love you. Thank you. Thank you. No pressure, but it helps us out. Um, are we kind of hopping to emails? Are you going to tell them what happened to you yesterday? Oh. Last night? <laughs> See, I'm laughing at myself. See, you Poor say that I'm, I'm mean. And I'm upstairs going, oh my God, I'm so sorry. She's texting me going, are, are you okay? Are, don't worry about the podcast tomorrow if you feel up to it. I'm like, listen, I just busted my ass. Like, it's okay. <laughs> like, you're being too nice. <laughs> she literally, she texts me though. She's like, um, I just like busted ass. So be careful if you walk outside. It's quite icy. <laughs> She's like, you might or might not see it on the rain camera. <laughs> Luckily, it didn't catch it. <laughs> I didn't even look. I you promise didn't? you I wouldn't. I said, although I need a new show to watch, I need some form of entertainment. No, that was the HelloFresh. I was trying to get my HelloFresh oh. box, and I dropped it in the snow, and then I had to pick it back up. And then, see, I knew it was icy. I was telling myself all day. I'm like, it's icy. Be careful. It's icy. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful. I was walking slow all day. And so when I got my HelloFresh box from the porch, I walked in the snow because the walkway that we shoveled, mm-hmm. it turned into ice because it's a, a light layer of snow just turns into ice. Right. And so I was literally had my snow boots on walking in the snow on purpose because I knew I would fall if I didn't. And then I don't know, I, th- I was in a rush because I had to pick up my mom. We were going to yoga. And I was walking to my car and I still was trying to be careful, but right next to my car, it, it's just all a sheet. It's like a it's like an ice skating rink. It's, it's ridiculous. It's so bad. It's Everything really bad. is turning to ice because yeah. it's been so cold here. Yeah. Not not minus forty like up in Canada, guys, but it's cold here. Minus forty. Yeah, they were talking about. Oh, it moves so fast. Yeah, I can't. That's that's no, ridiculous. You. you can't even walk outside. I mean, we've had wind chill days where we're like minus negative 10, five. But yeah. yeah, I mean minus 40? forty on an everyday. You can't no, breathe in that. Thank you. Anyways, so I have my water bottle in my hand. I have my camera in my hand. I have my keys, my phone. And I slipped and I immediately just went backwards onto my tailbone. And I think I hurt my wrist a little bit too. I feel it a little bit. I've been, if you notice, I've been like cracking it all morning because it's a little bit, it's it's fine. But um, I leaned back on my hand and I literally, out loud, I'm by myself. I literally was like, ow. (laughs) And I'm laying there and I'm like, I really hope a car doesn't come by because I can't get up right now. I will get run over. Like oh my I, gosh. I couldn't get up for like a good ten seconds. Like I sat there and I was like, "Oh my god, that really fucking hurt." And and what? you started this conversation by saying, <laughs> "Yeah, I felt last night." And now you're saying that you couldn't even move if a car was coming at you. <laughs> How hilarious! You That's funny. You- it's not funny, you poor thing. <laughs> Falling on ice is really painful. So it was the most painful right when it happened. Like, I feel like a slight bruise right now. I don't think I, like, fractured or hurt anything. I hope not. 
But it was way more painful right when it happened. Like I got up and I was like, oh no. And right now it just feels like a tight lower back. But at yoga, I couldn't do some of the stuff. Wow. But yeah, listen, if it was caught on the ring, we would be laughing our ass off watching me fall. Because I went like this. (laughs) I'm not like that, Les. I'm laughing at myself now. I I wasn't laughing in the moment. I was like, oh fuck. I hope Mm. that when I get up, I'm okay. But I had to like grab my camera and then I'm walking into the car like an old lady. Yeah. Sorry. So I texted the group chat and I said, guys, I just went down. (laughs) Sucks, man. It sucks because I told myself all day. It's slippery, be careful. Yes. And I literally thought about it. I'm like, maybe I should text the family group chat and be like, I'm like, nah, they know it's icy. Like, they're not stupid. There I go falling. Oh, Meanwhile, I was going to text you guys sucks. and be like, just be extra careful. It's really, really, really icy. And I fucking had physical therapy this morning. Forgot that it was supposed to snow. Woke up to three more inches it of snow. It wasn't supposed to. And I'm like, motherfucker. I'm so I had to like grab the, I had to go into the garage because I didn't want to walk on the snow and compact it down. So I had to like yeah. go through the garage, grab the shovel and just do like the walkway to my truck. Yeah. Oh, so annoying. Yeah, the snow is getting real annoying at this point. Yeah, now it's like enough is enough. Yeah. I think we're having another one Sunday, but <sighs> like when it piles on top of each other, uh, it's that's, hard. That's when it's bad because yeah. you don't see the ice under yeah. the snow, you know? I know. Terrible. But Ugh. she's okay. Good. I'm glad. I'm okay. A little sore, but you're okay. Yeah. I wouldn't have laughed though. I'm not <laughs> like that. You know what I laugh? Like when people like go to slip but they don't fall. Like all the right. TikToks that go whee. When they're just like doing a little slippering on the like slipping on the ice, that I'll laugh at. But Mm -hmm. when people fall immediately, I'm like, oh my god, are you okay? Uh huh. Immediately. See, I I didn't laugh at myself because it did really hurt at the time. But now looking back at it, like it's fucking funny. She's like, I hope no, I never not. fall in front of Alyssa. <laughs> Bitch will laugh at me. I'll be sitting there crying. I would not. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I'd make sure you're okay first. And then she'll laugh at me. <laughs> I have a friend who does that same thing. She'll laugh. It's her yeah. instinct yeah. to just laugh at people that like fall and shit. Yeah, I just think it's so fucking funny. I don't know why. Okay, well, remind me to never fall in front well, of you. Well, I, I, it happened in slow-mo, too. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going down. Fuck, I can't stop. Shit, fuck, shit, Say, wait, fuck. Protect my camera. No, I didn't. Everything fell. Everything went all over. Oh, shit. It's really bad out there. Everybody be careful. Okay, be careful. It's a battle zone out there. Uh, we needed to be gone. I was like, oh, God, I hope no one fucking saw that. That's terrible. Oh. So that's what happened to me yesterday. Mm. And she's here. <laughs> out of all the times, too, I'm recording, like, I do, like, you know, like noise transitions in vlogs where it's like the door shuts like and then like you're walking. It's oh, like yeah, just yeah. noises. Uh-huh. I do that all the time going up the stairs, walking outside, closing and you the didn't gate. Do it last and night. I wasn't fucking recording when I busted ass, that of course. Been, now see, now that, that would have been, been funny. funny. <laughs> <laughs> if it was caught on camera, see, we could watch it on the ring. That'd be fucking hilarious. That whole like, boom. <laughs> yeah. The ring says it's uh, dying. Um, on there because I went to see if you could see it and it says there's it's like dying so um, you can't so you couldn't even if you it was because it, uh, it was dying it wasn't okay. I don't unless you could hear the audio maybe like but a car wasn't going by so I don't think it recorded <laughs> hear the audio <laughs> well upload it guys <laughs> I was in a rush too and so when I was leaving you were like putting garbage out or something I saw you starting to walk out the front door and I was gonna stop and tell you but I was in a rush and I was like I'm gonna get stuck here talking about it so I just texted Oh my goodness, oh. poor thing. So that happened. <laughs> what else? Hmm, that's it. 
That's it. I made a delicious dinner last night. You should try it. So did I. What'd you make? <gasps> What'd you make? I made hot dogs, <laughs> french fries, <laughs> and mac and cheese. <laughs> because it was, Aaliyah and I went shopping. and Where'd you go? Anything I had, good? No, we just went to the Walmart, the big, the food, you know, the big one over here. Yeah. And um, just to get things, I had no more dog food so I had to go and I'm like you know what I can't do it on my own because the dog food is too heavy for me to lift so I was going to originally wait forever and we were all three going to go and then I'm like let's just go do it now so her and I went and I got some food stuff and whatever and I had already taken chicken thighs out to cook but by the time we just went there did our basic walking around it was already six o'clock I'm like to sit here and start cooking at six o'clock chicken thighs and then think of what side I was gonna make with it I'm like Aaliyah's been wanting a hot dog really so I'm like you know what let's just do hot dogs and french fries I mean that shit's bomb yeah yeah it's been a long time since Mm -hmm. we ate bad like that yeah you know yeah and it was like Hot dogs are fucking underrated. They are. I love hot I wanted dogs. sauerkraut, but I didn't think of it when I was there to right. get sauerkraut. But right. <clears throat> it, it, it was good. Yeah, that good. sounds really good. All right, so what'd you make? I made a feta spinach sun-dried tomato stuffed chicken. Okay, so I you don't do like not like tomatoes. sun-dried tomatoes. What? I don't know why. I love tomatoes, too. I don't. I don't know why. No, but you need to try Something these with ones. sun-dried tomatoes. Is- <clears throat> really? Yeah. Me and Zane were like, so we were like, oh my god, we fucking love these sun-dried tomatoes. All right, so maybe maybe it's just a bad experience. Maybe yeah. Wait, that I've had on it? more than one experience though, because uh-huh. it wasn't just once. Huh. I'm just I tend to steer away from them now because I just didn't like them the first huh. few times I've tried them. I think that you would like this though, mm. because. It was kind of almost similar to like, because they were in like oil, like they're in the jar. They mm-hmm. came in the jar. And it reminded me of like the bell peppers, like, like the roasted, roasted peppers. peppers. Yeah, that kind See, of I consistency. Love roasted peppers. Yeah, I know you do. I think I, I'm going to have you smell the jar because <laughs> it smells kind of like what it tastes like. Like they smell so good. And I think that you would like them. Okay. Yeah. I think you should be open to it. But, anyways, so you make this mixture with like spinach, sh- um, shallots. Uh, feta cheese, a little bit of panko breadcrumbs, and the sun-dried tomatoes and shit, and seasonings, whatever, and then you stuff the chicken breast with it, and then you, like, sear it in the cast iron, and then you just throw it in the oven for, like, 15 minutes. It's really easy. Delicious. And it was really, really good. Yeah. Highly recommend. Hmm. This is getting taste recipe, because I always fucking make skinny taste recipe. Um, and that's it. I don't have anything else. Boring today. Yeah, I'm boring, too. Do I have anything else? Nope, that's it for me. Okay, that's okay, it. Okay, we're going to get into emails. Emails. Guess what? We're what? doing advice. Woohoo! I mean, you guys have been loving it, so. Yeah, because as much as we start clearing out the folder, more of them are coming in. Yeah. You, you, like, we always thought sex. You guys were always interested in the sex, but now it seems like everybody's like, I want advice from you guys. Yeah, and don't get and us then, wrong. We're still going to do oh, sex. Oh, yeah, we're still going to do sex. But, but I was telling, to, what? We have to make a dent in this again. I know. Because as quick as we get rid of them, they're just piling up. I don't know. But I love it, though. Um, I was telling Jerry, it's like, we can do, like, 10 emails on, like, uh, I don't know, somebody having an affair. But it's so different every every time. Like, our last one. There was those three first three emails that we read last time were all the 
basically the same, mm-hmm. but they were yet so different. Yeah, like know? if one little detail is different, I still feel like it's interesting mm-hmm. to like read it again. So, all right. Okay, so hello, ladies. It's a self advice, self help, self help ASAP. Hello, ladies. I can go on and on about how much your positive positively impact how you've positively <laughs> impacted my life, my parenting, my relationship, but this would be way too long. So please know I love y'all so much. <laughs> and we love you too. Now, here's my issue. In middle school and the first two years of high school, so around sixth grade to about my sophomore year, I had a severe eating disorder. It always it was always about that last pound but I fucked myself. I can't eat normally now at almost 22. I have no relationship with food. I don't know how. I can't drink water because I could throw up. Brushing my teeth takes me an hour, etc. But I am so tired of being skinny shamed. I really want to get more curvy and thicker, not obese or anything, but just to gain weight. But I'm really nervous. My biggest concern is gaining weight, but then reverting back to my eating disorder and struggling all over again. Do you ladies have any on it? Do you ladies have any on- <laughs> it's it's the word advice it, how hard is that Jerry or let me try again do you ladies have any advice on what I could do or how to do this safely I've tried researching but the only thing I ever find is how to lose weight okay um I would definitely try seeing a nutritionist I was gonna say the exact same because thing. I know see me being an obese person, I look at a skinny person, I'm like, oh my God, I would love to have that problem. But no, it's the same thing. On, on you know? the opposite side of the spectrum. Right. Yeah. And so there's no way like for me to get it completely under control and by myself. It, no, I would need to see a nutritionist. So my advice mm-hmm. to you would be the same thing. So you could yeah. do it in a healthy manner. In a professional with, way because we right. can't sit here and be like, do this because everybody's different. Right. Like you, everybody has a different metabolism and and different traumas and like, I would seek professional help. Yeah, and Amani, sure. Amani is trying to gain weight, mm-hmm. and it's not easy. It's not easy, and he he's been struggling. He has a very difficult time, and when I tell you that he eats so a many lot. calories, yeah. The thing with him is, I mean, except for his late night rendezvous with his DoorDash, he eats healthy. Right. So, like, he doesn't want to just eat junk. tons of junk and candy yeah. and like high caloric stuff to gain weight because that's the wrong way to gain it. Yeah. So that's why I would definitely recommend seeing a nutritionist and getting help that way. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't already dealt with the eating disorder in the past, then maybe even seeing a therapist to help you with that as well to form a better relationship. But I definitely think even just seeing a nutritionist will help you form a relationship with food. Definitely. Yeah, it's like as just as hard as it is to lose weight for some people, it's hard for some people to gain just as equally. Yeah. And it's Definitely. like, yeah, you're right. Like, people will be like, oh, I wish I had that problem. But yeah. it's like, that's like mean to say to somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's fucking rude. Like, yeah, she's struggling. No, of course. You of know course. what I mean? So it's like, yeah, it's just the opposite side of the spectrum. I love that you said that because it's so true. Yeah. We wish okay. you the best. Yeah. Sucks. Girl, yeah. I know it does. Okay. Another one, mental health. Okay, let's go. Hi, listen, Jerry. I need help. Okay. I know that you girls can only do so much, but I need an outsider's input. That's so funny because we were just like, yeah, you should go to a professional for this one. (laughs) Okay. I've been struggling with mental health since I can remember, but I've been able to get past it. And I was fairly happy until about three months ago. I've been diagnosed with depression, anxiety, and over the years, it has gotten better, but I feel like it's totally creeped up on me these past couple of months. Excuse me. We're doing great today. 
I am 24 with a two-year-old daughter, and I've been married to my husband for three years. I am at a point where I can't feel anything. I feel completely numb. Wow, we had that last time, too. Somebody felt Mm -hmm. numb. My husband and I have been having issues with our marriage. He thinks we're okay, but I think otherwise. I've tried speaking to him multiple times, but he gets very defensive, and he thinks by saying sorry and hugging me, things can get fixed. The word sorry and hug doesn't mean anything to me anymore. He doesn't give me any attention. I understand that he's tired. He works at BMW as a mechanic and he works 10-hour shifts five days a week. And of course, I know it's a physical demanding job. I work from home seven hours, five days a week, all while taking care of our two-year-old. While his job is physically demanding, mine is mentally draining, especially because I have to balance working and a screaming toddler. He comes home from work and usually by the time he gets home, my daughter is taking her a nap. So he takes advantage and plays his Xbox, which I don't mind. He also deserves a break. I can can clean the house and cook while she's asleep and all while listening to your podcast, but I never have time to just sit down. He doesn't help me around the house unless I ask him to. He doesn't take my daughter out of my hands unless I ask him to. It seems like I always have to ask for things to get done around here. I've also noticed that I don't eat. I eat once a day and sometimes nothing at all. I don't feel hungry anymore. Whenever he takes care of our daughter, all he does is complain that she doesn't stop moving around. She's two. What do you expect? For her to sit down on the phone like she do- like he does? I just don't know what else to do. I feel completely drained. Any advice? Thanks. Love you, girls. Okay, bye. Oh my gosh. Oh. I've so been there. So that makes done me so that. sad. Yeah, that's tough. And okay, let me think. All right, you need to I know you say you've had conversations, but you need to sit down with your husband and say, I need a partner. You're my husband, right? You're my husband. You're working, but I'm working. But I need a partner. You should be able to come home. And I think we've read an email similar to this in the past. And I remember saying, literally, when your husband walks in the door, hand your door to him, Mm. daughter to him, get in your car. And whether it's just to drive around the corner and have your own time, it's so, so important because if you don't get a hold of it now, she's too. I'm telling you because I did it. I did it. I was a single parent for all of those years doing every single thing by myself because my husband never did shit. My ex-husband never did shit. And it takes a toll. And I did. I went through that same feeling of numbness. Like I just, like there was no purpose. Like it, it, it was horrible. And the only way, I mean, thankfully I'm out of that relationship and I have somebody completely new now, but y- to sit down and have a conversation and say, listen, this is really, really affecting me. I don't want to hear the I'm sorry. I don't want to give you to give me a hug. What I want is you to be an active partner. Be a dad to your daughter without me asking to. Understand that I'm exhausted from working all day also, and I need help, and I shouldn't have to ask. At least he does it if you ask, but being a parent, I think he should pick up on the signals that you need help without necessarily needing. And also, he should want to partake in his daughter's life, And be period. a father. Yeah, like just come home, be excited to see his daughter, take her out for a while, take her out to a park, and mm. give you time to just do you, and then just take advantage of that time. You know, because it's very easy to say, okay, now I have nobody in the house, let me clean, let me do the laundry. Make that time about you, because the laundry and everything else will always be there. So you have to either hand her off to him or ask him to actively participate with her so you can have you time you You know know, it's so important you need balance that's our word of 2021 right it is yeah balance you have 
a very like off scale right now. One side's really down, one side's really up. You need to like you have like four scales that you need to balance out. They're all it's different. Tough. Yeah. Oh yeah, balance is not easy. I'm not like yeah, just find balance. You're you'll be fine. No, it's not an easy thing. There's gonna be hard conversations. You know, like hard days and. I think, yeah, just in really open conversation. And I think that if he's not attentive to it, then I think it might not be the right partner for you because as much as you love him and he's your husband and you have a kid with him, dealing with that every day will be so mentally draining on you. It will damage you. Mm -hmm. And understand, like, have that conversation, have it again. You know, it's just like teaching an old dog new tricks, right? You have to have patience with him if he's willing to learn and, like, learn to change and help you more. Um it's so key, you know, and, and women, I think, tend to try to be super womanish. Like, I know I did. It was like, no, no, I got it, no problem. Oh, yeah, I could do that, too. Sure, I got, I could take care of that. I mean, I look at my life in the past, and I'm like, I don't know how I did it all, yeah. but I did, you know? And it was like, the more that was challenging for me, I thrived off it at that one point because I was feeling so numb. Yeah. So, yeah, just add more to my plate so I can have a little feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, it really does. In the long term, it's really going to— It's not good. It's going to damage you. So it's really important that you get him on the same page and really work towards it. It's going to be work, and it's going to need reminders, whether it's setting an alarm and him having X amount of time with her, whatever it may be that's going to work. You have to find a trick, and maybe even counseling for the two of you to figure out— like a, a better balance so mm-hmm. you don't wind up resenting him because that's what's yeah. going to happen you're going to resent him yeah you know you guys are also putting in a lot of hours at work you said he works 10 hour shifts five days a week you work seven hour shifts five days a week those two days i'm assuming the weekend try and make some time to bond and hang out with your kid and maybe have have it feel like you're more of like a family mm-hmm. you know like maybe you're missing that bonding time and it's always just like Work, oh, go, clean, go, 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 clean go, go, up go, go. after the kid. Yeah, give him a bath, go to work, make dinner. Like the same shit over and over again. You're getting stuck in like a vicious cycle. Maybe you guys need to find more bonding time. And I don't know if you do that on your days off. You didn't say, but um, that could be. The quality. A quality, yeah. Quality like it, over quantity it, sometimes. When you have good quality time with your partner, you get less irritated with them. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like you had that nice experience over the weekend and it's like you appreciate that and it's like you feel a little less annoyed when he comes home and hops on the video games for a little bit because you spend that time together you know like you get to bond with them and like get closer to them and grow together and it makes you understand them a little bit more and it's like I don't know it just makes you feel a little bit more positive towards them I guess I want to say something also Mm because you just said it again Mm -hmm. he comes home from work the daughter is sleeping and he jumps on the video game why don't you ask him to try to find time for the video games later at night when she goes to bed or when you go to bed and spend that little bit of time that your daughter's napping together doing something as a couple. That Mm -hmm. might be something else that'll just, you know, make you feel loved and appreciated. That You know, even if it's a fucking half hour that she's napping, if it's one-on-one time with you and your husband, maybe that'll, like you said, the quality of it. Yeah, make it you changes feel your mindset for everything yeah. else. When yeah. you're not spending time together, you're like, oh, fuck, annoyed about everything. Yeah. You know, I think quality time really helps relationships. It does. For it sure. It does. And then also keeping keeping in a line that, like, you married him. He was the love of your life. It's the person you chose to stay, the like, marry. 
remember why. Grass is greener where you water it. Yeah, remember why. It's really hard. But also the husband needs to remember that too because Mm. she can't be watering the grass and watering the grass and it not being reciprocated. So, you know, he definitely needs to step up to the plate. You know, being a father is, um, it should definitely be much more hands-on than what it seems like he's doing, Mm. you know? Mm -hmm. Damn. Okay. Overthinking. Hello, beautiful ladies. Just wanted to say I love you both so much, and I started listening, but I'm trying to catch up on all Agamel. Anyway, so a while back in September, it was actually my birthday. September 1st, I knew my boyfriend was friends with this one girl, and I didn't have a problem with it. But in the back of my head, I felt like I needed to check something. So I did, and I happened to check it on my birthday. We were hanging out, and I was probably jokingly going through his phone and saw messages with this girl. He got handsy and tried taking it away, and I asked him why, but I kept scrolling even though it was still in his hands. I saw on Snapchat, Snapchat, yuck, a message where he slid up, commented on a vape in the photo. No big deal, but I scrolled to a picture of her ass hanging out and a message saying, damn, shorty, you looking... Uh, You got a fatty. My heart broke. (laughs) The message was sent July 4th, and I had no idea. I cried to him, and he was silent. I asked him why he wasn't saying anything, and he said, I don't know what to say. He texted his friend asking him to explain the story, saying it was his friend who slid up. His friend said it was. I never really got back got the backstory. My boyfriend cried with me because I knew he was hurt. I eventually got over it because it was his friend. And she was now blocked. But whenever I think about it, my heart aches. Is this normal? I trust him. It's been about five months since this whole incident. And we've been together for a little over a year now. I don't ever mention it to him. And I'm not worried that he'll cheat. Or if he is cheating, it just makes me feel sick to my stomach when I think that it might have been him and his friend was just covering for him. They were all drunk that night, and I told him that it's not an excuse, and he promised me so many times it wasn't him. I'm stuck in letting it go or mentioning it again. Mm. Here's the thing, right? I'd rather somebody tell me the truth than lie to me. So if he did do it, I think it would be even worse that he, he lied. Like if he just said, you know what, yeah, I was drunk, I fucked up. I feel like it'd be easier to move on. He could be telling the truth, like, yeah, my friend did it. Sounds like a little cop-out of an excuse, though. But I don't know your boyfriend at all. Yeah, you're going to have to go on what your gut is telling you. Yeah. Um, I agree. I got to tell you that a major, major part of my first marriage and the reason it ended is because my ex would tell me things like, I didn't want to tell you the truth because I knew, I know you would be hurt. Guess what? Lies hurt more. And I'm like, yeah, but now it's a hundred times worse. Don't you get that? Yeah. And no matter how many times I, you promise, you swear, yeah, yeah. I mean, until he's blue in the face. Because mm-hmm. even if you fucked up, like, but you're telling me the truth, you're still being truthful. Because if you fucked up and you own that you fucked you're up, still, you're, you're not taking, lying. Yeah. But you're taking accountability yeah. for the fact that you fucked up. Yeah. By lying about it, you're like, no, no, I didn't do shit. And then what? Now no, you're no, gonna, no, no. What else are you going to lie to me about? Exactly. Yeah. So like, you have to trust your gut. Like, I mean, yeah. if you, if you're still possibly overthinking it, or you are, that's what you wrote in about overthinking. Um, yeah. I would trust your gut. I would I would definitely then bring it up and say, listen, this is really, it's been five months ago since this happened. 
but I can't get it out of my head. I need you. If if this was you, you need to own it because it's something I'll never get over. And then we have to work past it because then I'm never going to trust you again. Once a person breaks your trust, it's so hard to gain it again. And he needs to know that, you know? Yeah, I don't like that if he did lie about it, though. Mm-hmm. Like, then you're a liar. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, the truth hurts, but the lie fucking hurts more. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. It's just like, where else is this going to lead to? And then what, you can't take ownership for your actions? That's, I don't know. That's hard. Yeah, it's hard. I uh, I think that since it's bothering you so much, then you should talk to him about it again. Yeah, I do too. For sure. Okay. How to move on from a breakup. Oh. <laughs> Hello, lovely ladies. Before I begin, my grammar is about to be so off, so don't judge. LOL. I've been listening for a while, but I've never had anything to write in about until now. A couple of days ago, my boyfriend of over a year broke up with me. He said that he couldn't be in a relationship right now and that it was bogging him down. Mm-hmm. Bogging? Mm-hmm. That's another new word. I didn't know. What's you that? You know bogging? No. It's like holding, holding oh. him back. Yeah. I would say like dragging him down. I never heard bogging. Okay. Um, we are both seniors in high school, and I'm on my last semester, and he graduated early through a program that he did this year. A couple of days ago, he graduated and then dumped me. He started to work full-time, which were the same hours as he had worked in the summer, and they were fine. He also expressed wanting to work out during the week, and I thought, that is okay. We can see each other on the weekends. Oh, each sorry. We Oh, yeah, we see each other on weekends. He completely denied it and told me that it's not a relationship if we see each other once a week. I felt it coming, but never thought it would actually happen. His family disliked me due to the fact that my political views were different than how and how we handle this pandemic is completely different. His family had parties and vacations, whereas my family takes the pandemic super seriously with With that, we would have to quarantine for weeks on end, and it strained our relationship. With the recent storming of the Capitol, it brought a whole new problem. I don't know... I didn't know was a problem, sorry. I was very open about my views on the president, and I didn't know that was an issue. I think his parents played a role in him wanting to break up with me. I genuinely believed that I was going to marry this man and that we'd have kids and a beautiful future, and I still do. I don't know what to do since this was my first boyfriend and my first ever true heartbreak. I did everything perfectly, but somehow it wasn't enough. Advice on moving on and how to make myself want to get going. Here are some pictures of him and I. Oh, she didn't put... Oh, she- oh they're on the next, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm on it. I'm going to quickly tell you. You um, dodged a bullet. Exactly. <laughs> you, Your last line, I did everything perfectly, but somehow it wasn't enough. Well, then you're doing everything perfectly for, for the, the wrong, wrong person. person. Oh! You can't ever be in a relationship, a friendship, anything like that, that you feel like you're not enough. You are absolutely in the wrong one. You definitely dodged a bullet. Thank his parents. I would write them a letter and say thank you so much because you don't deserve to be in a relationship where you feel less than. It's horrible. Understand it's your first boyfriend. Understand it's your first heartache. But you know what? There's going to be plenty. Maybe not. But it's okay. You dust your knees off, right? You dust yourself off. You get back up. Get the hell out of that situation. And you know what? You're going to be able to move on just fine. It'll hurt for a little bit. Mm. They all do. Ah, partying during a pandemic? Yikes. Yeah, you (laughs) definitely did not deserve that no just be like oh good thing i got out of that i liked him but i'll find somebody better (laughs) you know yeah you definitely dodged a bullet i don't even think that you should waste another moment thinking about him and i'm trying to be respectful because i understand you're hurting 
But you're young and you don't need to be in a relationship where you feel less than. Mm-hmm. This is somebody that you thought you were going to marry and have kids with, but yet he can't stick up for you for his par- with his parents. I thought I was going to get married and have kids with my boyfriend when I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so now, you'll find another one yeah, that you want to marry and have kids with. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Okay, falling out of love with your man. No. Oh, gosh. Hi, listen, Jerry, what's popping? So me and my boyfriend have been together for two and a half years, but lately I realized I have fallen out of love with him. Mm. We don't have sex much much anymore. The love I have for him has gone away. He treated me so horribly. He's emotionally and physically abusive, not to the point where he has me in the hospital, but he has put his hands on me. My question is, how do you leave someone that you don't love anymore but you have an attachment to? The love I had for him isn't there anymore, but it's hard to go day after day without him knowing. I have an attachment issues, and I want to break free. Thank you for reading my email. So much love. Uh, Girlfriend. (laughs) You don't love him. You love the idea of him. Well, no, she said I don't love him anymore. Yeah, I said you don't love him. You love the idea of him. You want this vision of somebody that he's not. And she said he's... He's put his hands on you, but not to the point where you're in the hospital. Stop is that using what these you're gonna, Is that what you're going to wait for? No. Like, why? You know, you don't love him. He he physically has and emotionally has hurt you. I don't know how it's not easy to just walk away from that. Have an attachment issue issue with yourself. Love yourself enough to get the hell out of that. Hightail it out of that relationship. And wherever you have to be, I don't know if you guys live together. I don't know what the situation is. Girl, just block him on everything. I'm done with you. You're not putting your hands on me Mm -hmm. anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to tolerate your bullshit. And just literally walk away. Fall in love with yourself and just... Mm -hmm. Get him out of your life yeah. ASAP. I would say that this would be hard if she was like, you know, I've fallen out of love, but he's so good to me. And, and you know, da 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 da. But he's a piece of shit. He's a piece so, of shit. He's a yeah. piece of shit. Why? It'd be a different story if you were like, he's such a good person and da da da. But that's not the case. No, it's not. Yeah. No, no, no. Sweetheart, we go don't do we it. don't we don't tolerate the abuse here. No, no, emotional, physical, mental. Yeah. We don't appreciate. We don't put up with. We don't tolerate. condone any of that. Yeah, no. You know, we're gonna tell you all to run far, far. Especially, away. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It should be easy for you because you know you don't love him anymore. I fucking dare a man to ever try to put his hand on me. He'd be in jail so fucking fast. So fucking fast. Never in a million years mm-hmm. would I ever fucking tolerate that shit. Never. I don't know. That shit gets me heated. Yeah. Ugh. You need to How just How do you get so mad at somebody away. you want to hit them? Run away. E- far, far away. Even in high school, like, the girls that would, like, get in physical fights. Like, I never, like, ne- I've never, I've never understood that. I'm like, why? I don't want to get hurt, and I don't want to hit somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't I've never gotten to that point where I literally just want to punch somebody. I mean, I've thought about it, but like I've never like been to the point where like I'm gonna punch this person in the face. Unless like I don't know, if it got to a really bad situation, like somebody was being racist to Zane in public or something, like I'd fucking put my hands on somebody. Like that mm-hmm. would like something that really would make my blood boil. Mm-hmm. I would do it. But in high school when girls would like hit each other over like little dramas and shit or like I don't know. I just don't understand how you can get to that point. Like, especially to somebody that you love 
It's mm-hmm. so bizarre to me. Yeah. I don't know. I've never been into like the physical fighting thing. Probably because I get the shit, shit beat out of me. So I'm like, <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> I, I, you know, it goes along with the hurt people hurt people. Yeah. You know, like I know my relationship with my ex ex. He was very handsy. And he, so many times. I remember his mother hit him over the head with a cast iron to, <gasps> get, to get off of me one time. He had me by my neck against the wall in her kitchen. Oh my God. You are, you have, um, you need to heal. You wonder why I'm such a fucked you up emotionally trauma. person. Like, that's, she, that's fucking trauma. And you know why? You know why? Because I told him, oh, it doesn't matter why. Um, it doesn't fucking matter why. It doesn't. But you see, I was making an yes, excuse. Stop that shit right now. Um, wow. She's like, yeah, maybe I do. Maybe I am traumatized. No, I absolutely that, know I am. I had a very fucked up life. That but- one instance right there of his mother having to hit him with a cast iron, you're, you're trauma. That's trauma. Mm. No, there's been a bunch. I mean, I, my knight in shining that, that know. rescued me is because he had me up at work. The same thing against the building. But that alone, you know what I mean? Plus yeah. all the other shit. I'm a fucked up individual. I could write a bet New York selling best, what? I mean, every book Bestseller? says, every book says it. <laughs> Bestseller? <laughs> Every best. book says New York's bestseller on the front. So, yeah, go for it. You could get it. Yay! Uh, you, oh, maybe that would be cool. Wait a second. <laughs> Wait a second. You guys. My climb to fame here. Get into the book. group. Who would buy Jerry's no, life don't story start book? That shit. No. I would read that shit. Listen, how many t- people, after you said that, I should start blogging? How many people are like, oh my God, no, no, I would no. totally, I would totally No, read fuck that books. shit. No, fuck that no. shit. All right, listen. A book? We have, a, we have advice here that what we What would need you name it? I don't need my fucked up life. That's Looks good. I guess. You With could the asterisk, my fucked up life. Yes. <laughs> Her eyes are like, oh. I, <laughs> cha-ching! <laughs> I'm like, dude, no, that'd be, people would buy that shit. People love books about people's lives. But (gasps) people's lives that are famous. Yeah, everybody wants to read somebody famous's biography and realize that they had a fucked up life. How do you think authors get famous? They write books. Yeah, but you don't have to be already famous. And you are famous. We have the number one podcast in the world, (laughs) so I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, man. Anyway, can you please just get away from that relationship like ASAP? Okay, love yourself. Get away. Jerry writes uh, a book. <laughs> get away from that relationship, okay? Love yourself enough to get away from that relationship because otherwise you'll be like me and just deal with a shitty relationship. <laughs> Expect nothing, you know. If I you don't hired be a, that way. a writer to help you, would you do it? You don't want to do that, you know? <laughs> Alyssa Rose is stuck on this damn thing. <laughs> me and my big mouth. You, because, okay, like a lot of people that write books have writers sit with them and they tell their story and the person helps them write a book. You don't have to literally sit there and like type out your own book. That's good because my grandma. You know what I'm saying? I am just terrible. Like you tell your story and this person writes Can a book we just for move you. On? People need advice from us. This Look is- at this one. This one says, advice, please. She's like begging. Yeah, we have to finish too. We okay, stop recording in 10 minutes. All right, well, go ahead. Let's get this one more. Minutes. Let's get this one more. Okay. You got it. Hi, ladies. How are you? <laughs> We're great. <laughs> Can I just say the advice that you guys, that you ladies give is so helpful. OMG, I always get so excited to listen and I'm all caught up. So waiting for a new episode is like waiting for a TV episode when it's live. Anyway, to my email. Going to try and make this as short as possible, but it's kind of a detailed story. So I'm sorry if it's long. 
<clears throat> Thank you so much. So in July of 2019, I dated this boy and we broke up early November 2019. I was super heartbroken, but I healed, moved on, and bossed up. A few months go by and it's maybe around March 2020 and I was just feeling lonely, maybe because of quarantine, and these feelings of him just came back and I just missed him. I didn't do anything about it, but I... I didn't reach out because I didn't want to seem desperate. I was super content, single, but in the back of my head, I just missed him. Anyway, come May, I got a notification that he requested to follow my Instagram. Mm. So I click it, and the request is gone. Hmm. So I was like, maybe this is a sign or something. So I follow him and I add him on Snapchat. We didn't text when I added him because I'm hard-headed and I wasn't going to text him <laughs> first. A few weeks go by and I find out that he texted my best friend trying to hit her up. So I unadded him from Snap and then unfollowed him on Instagram. And that was that. Okay. Okay, fast forward. It's December 2020, and I'm in another relationship, which I just recently ended. When I would cry, I would cry. And the only thought running through my mind is, I miss my ex. And it's frustrating because it's been a little over a year, and I healed. Why did I still miss him? I didn't get it. That was about the beginning of December. About a week ago, I get a notification that my ex requested to follow me on Instagram again. I was sure that the notification was going to be gone when I clicked it, but it was still there. We followed each other once again, and he DM'd me and told me to not be a stranger and to text him. So we added each other on Snapchat again. This time, he texted me, and we've been texting. We've been catching up, talking about how it's been, how it was when we dated, and he's been complimenting me, and he told me that he feels bad for ending things in the past, and it could have been avoidable. Hmm. He says that he doesn't have feelings for me right now, but he wouldn't be opposed to dating again in the future, and I feel the same way. He tells me that he misses hanging out and that he still has the game card from our first date. And that girls play games and that girls play games and all this. And I'm just like so confused. I'm a straight up person. So I have so I have a question I ask, but I don't even know what to ask. Am I butchering this? <laughs> what do you guys think of this whole situation? It is all one big mind fuck, or does he help? Or does he feel some type of way, but he doesn't know how to express it? I'm just lost, ladies. Please help. We are both turning 18. Oh, we're both 18 turning 19 this year. Sorry it was long. I feel like you needed all the details. She said, sorry for any typos. I can barely see two, just like Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God that was an Alyssa read. Okay, so when you said that you... You broke up, you healed, you were over him. Obviously, something is underlying. If you've mm. went through a second breakup and all you can think about was originally was that same original, you have you there's some kind of closure that you need if, need from that relationship. Maybe I don't think she ever explained, but I think towards the end she said he mentioned about it didn't have to it could have been avoidable. Like, what does that mean? It could have been avoidable. That means he is blaming you in some sense. That's how I'm taking it anyway. Um, they were only together for four months. That's, I, but to feel so attached for somebody in four months, but him saying it could have been avoidable is telling me that he kind of out of the blue broke up with you sort of thing, right? Yeah, like why? You didn't have closure. That's mm -hmm. why... In my opinion, that's why you keep going back to that relationship. Mm. You're going back to that relationship because you have you didn't have closure on why you broke up. I don't think he has feelings for you currently. I think he's mm. being honest with you saying— Which is hey, nice of him. Yeah, I don't have feelings for you, but maybe in the future we could date. I mean, mm. why—if you are okay to do this, why don't you guys just hang out with, as friends? You know, see where it goes. See where it goes. I mean, maybe if you start hanging out with him as friends within a friend group sort of thing, maybe you'll realize, eh, I don't want him by my side mm -hmm. as in that 
you know, mm-hmm. in that way. Can I also add too, I mm-hmm. think in a lot of situations that closure doesn't exist. I think no matter what you say to somebody, you're always going to have more questions and always overthink and wonder about something. Like, not in all situations. I think there is closure. But I think in some things, it can be like an unhealthy thing to just be like, you just want to talk to that person and you're never going to feel like settled. Okay. Because of what happened. Okay. I actually wholeheartedly agree with you. But when he said it could have been avoidable... That to me is meaning he's putting it on her. So mm. I would be like, what the fuck do you mean by yeah. avoidable? Like, what did I do? Um, I do agree with you, Les. Like, yeah, yeah, because it could just cause more pain, more hurt. Right, because you're always going to have is, more questions. The point is if he broke up with you, at the end of the day, he just doesn't want to be in that relationship for whatever reason. Right. The whole avoidable thing threw me, and I would want to know. Yeah. But um, I would just... I don't know. Maybe potentially go out as friends yeah, with no expectations. I would take it slow. You know, yeah. like he's the one that said, hey, don't be a stranger. Like I would take it slow, have an open mind about it, be prepared that it might not work mm-hmm. and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't get too attached too quickly though. Yeah. And just, you know. Maybe that maybe that was it. Maybe you fell a little harder for him than he did for you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, some people don't want that commitment yeah you know but i wouldn't go out to dinner and be like oh my god we're gonna start dating again yeah just be like all right we're just gonna see where it takes and take separate cars and leave in separate cars and just i mean yeah yeah i if if that's even where you want to go i mean i feel like just move on as long as he didn't do anything bad to you in the previous relationship like i don't know why you guys broke up but as long as he was like still a good person like he didn't do anything to like break your trust or anything then I would just see where it leads. Yeah. As friends. Yeah, I see no harm in that. Yeah. Just try not to get attached too quickly. Keep an open mind with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that was All fun. All right. Well, that was a blast and a half. Thank you, everybody, for listening. If you want to send in an email like we read today, that's agamilpodcast at gmail.com, A-G-A-H-M-I-L podcast at gmail.com. Make sure you're following us on Instagram. We spend a lot of time making the graphics, putting up previews of the episodes. It's a lot of fun over there. So follow us at Agamil. Also, from shop our merch, teespring.com slash Agamil. <gasps> okay, okay, love you. Bye. bye.